Hello, hello, and welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. I hope you're having a wonderful week. If you are new to the show, thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Sarah Whitaker, and I am here as always to talk all things podcasting. Before we get into our episode today, I just want to remind you if you have not already heard, I am opening the doors to my new online course, the Podcasting for Educators Prep School, next week. So if you are listening to this live, that will be the week of May 16th. And I will be opening doors to the course for those of you who are on the wait list. This is going to be my first round of doing this course, so I'm only opening it to people on the wait list. And I'll also be giving you a discount code for the course if you are on the wait list. So if you haven't already joined, you can do that at podcastingforeducators.com slash waitlist. And just in case you haven't heard me talk about this before, the prep school is going to be a comprehensive self-paced course that's going to give you everything you need to plan for your podcast, get your podcast off the ground, launched out into the world, as well as how to manage it ongoing week to week. And I'm really building this for those of you who have wanted to start a show for a while and maybe you either aren't able at this time to afford somebody to do it for you or maybe you don't want somebody to do it for you. Maybe you want to do it by yourself or maybe you want to have somebody on your team go through this course so that they can implement it for you. Whatever situation you are in, This is for those of you who are just ready to do this thing and get your podcast started. So again, the link to join the waitlist is podcastingforeducators.com slash waitlist. That will also be in the show notes. And with that, let's get into the show. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators, the podcast that helps TPT authors and other online educators launch and grow their show. I'm Sarah, former elementary school teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm on a mission to help you get your podcast out and into the ears of those who need it most. Busy teachers, counselors, literacy specialists, SLPs, parents, and everyone in between. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and podcast industry updates so that you can be on top of your podcasting game and gain some new customers along the way. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hello again. So if you don't already know, I am a former elementary school teacher, and now I work with educational podcasters, so people who support teachers, counselors, etc., And I have to say that, in my opinion, educators make the absolute best podcasters. And in this episode, I'm going to be using the phrase teachers a lot, but really all of this can apply to any kind of educator. These past few years have been such a challenge for the teaching community. I mean, teaching was... (laughs) freaking hard when I was in it, but I'm not even going to pretend like I know how tough it has been for those of you in the classroom during COVID as well as now dealing with the aftermath of COVID. And I keep seeing so many articles about just the massive number of teachers who are leaving the profession and about all of the companies who love to hire them. 
And I really think that this is such a change in the narrative, which I absolutely love. But I know when I left the classroom, I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I needed to make something work. And my original plan was to start a daycare, like an in-home daycare, because honestly, kids are all that I've ever known. They've been every, they've been a part of every single job that I've ever had. And I really, truly couldn't picture myself doing anything else or honestly even believe that I had the skills to do anything else. And of course, now I know that's not true. And now I know that it really it's the opposite. We learn so much as teachers and those skills of planning and organizing, problem solving, project management, they are all highly valuable skills in other career paths. And it just takes a bit of a mindset shift to get there and to actually believe it. And since starting my business, and especially since starting this podcast, I've talked with a lot of podcasters and people thinking about starting a podcast, and there's something that people get so, so hung up on, and that is the actual content planning, so the planning of your episodes. And I'd say that from what I've seen and from who I've talked to, it's a big reason why lots of you haven't started your show yet, because you just can't quite get over that hump of getting started and recording that first episode. So, I mean, whether you already have a podcast or you don't, today I thought it'd be helpful to just remind you that there are so many things that you have learned as a teacher that can easily transfer into becoming a great podcaster and planning content in a really effective way for your audience. And so I was trying to think of a way to lay this process of planning episodes out to you in a way that's relatable. And really the first thing that came to mind is that teaching a lesson, which we've all done if you've been in the classroom in some capacity, is just like planning a podcast episode. So I'm going to kind of walk through the steps and just show you how each step of the episode planning and implementing process is exactly like planning a lesson, which you've probably done many, many times. First, let's think of the prep work that goes into planning a podcast episode and planning a lesson. And that is that the first thing that you need to have really clear is knowing who you are teaching and always keeping that group of people in your mind. Just like in the classroom, You have a set of students who are around the same age, but within this group, there's all kinds of ability levels. If you're teaching addition in math, you're teaching that same concept to everybody, but then you're going to differentiate for each of your math groups. So maybe for your higher kids, you are going to go into two-digit, three-digit addition. And maybe for those kids who are really struggling with this concept of addition, you're going to give them some extra manipulatives, and you're going to work one-on-one with them to make sure that they have really mastered those foundational skills. The same is true for your podcast. Always keep your audience in mind. So think of that as like your ideal customer or your specific niche. And within this group, people are at all different stages. 
And so people will be able to take the content that you are teaching and then go and apply it to their unique situation. So as long as you have a very clear audience and the majority of your content will appeal to and apply to most of that audience, then you are golden and you've done that prep work. I'm interrupting this episode for a brief moment to answer one of the biggest questions that podcasters have. How do I continue to bring in and retain new listeners? Here's my favorite answer, podcast guesting. When you guest on the right podcasts, you're positioning yourself in front of ideal listeners and customers. This is a powerful strategy when done intentionally, and I can show you how in my mini course, Guesting for Educators. In this course, I'll teach you my three-step approach to landing and leveraging podcast guest interviews. When you join, you'll get access to the course content, templates, swipe copy, and even a list of shows who are currently accepting guests. The best part? You can work your way through the content in less than a weekend. What are you waiting for? Head to www.podcastingforeducators.com slash guesting to learn more. Back to the episode. So now let's look at the planning stage. When you are teaching and you go to plan a lesson, you need to first kind of sit back and be sure that your students have the background knowledge and the foundational skills that they need in order to learn this new thing that you're now going to teach them or that you're now going to talk about. And so with that in mind, going back to what I was saying earlier about how I have talked to a lot of people who are really hung up on which content to start with and what exactly to include in their episodes. The first thing I want to say is do not get too hung up on the order of how you're presenting your episodes. Your episodes do not have to be in a specific order unless you're doing something like a, you know, narrative storytelling podcast. But if most of your content is kind of, you know, this how-to content, then start with what they need to know first. And that might not apply to you because you might not have a how-to type of podcast. But if that does apply to you, then teach those foundational skills first. So an example of this is I started my podcast with an episode, I believe it was called, Is Podcasting Right for You? And then I went into my launch series kind of explaining exactly the process of launching a podcast. And so now I can always refer people back to my earliest episodes who are just getting started. Those are my foundational episodes. After those, it really doesn't so much matter what order I go in. So for you, think about what kind of content you have. Is it educational, inspirational, maybe a mix of both? Your foundational episodes can be who you are and why you teach what you teach. And then your listeners will have that foundation to apply to future episodes. An example of this is one of my clients, Rebecca Joyner. Her podcast is called Secondary Science Simplified. She was actually a guest on this podcast several episodes back, so definitely skim through and go check that episode out if you haven't already. But she is all about simplifying things so that you can have a sustainable work-life balance, and she's speaking specifically to secondary science teachers. That's her foundation, and so then her episodes are going to be built around that foundation. A lot of her episodes give tips on how to do certain things related to different aspects of the school day 
that go back to this big idea of having a sustainable work-life balance. Okay, so to kind of sum that all up, when you're first getting started, think about what people need to know, if anything. Again, I said as I said before, this might not apply to you, but if there's anything that people need to know, start there, and then you can build upon that in your future episodes. Okay, so that's kind of the planning piece. So now let's go into the teaching piece. When you go to plan a lesson, you have an objective for that lesson. You have something that you want to accomplish. You have a specific piece of information that you want to teach your students. The same thing goes with your podcast. And I am all about keeping things simple. So what I'm about to say is a very simplified, foolproof layout for an educational type of podcast episode. And that is to, and I did not make up this phrase. I don't know who first did, but I've heard it many times and you probably have too. But the key thing to remember is to tell your audience what you're going to tell them, then tell them that thing, and then tell them what you told them. Just like you would do in a lesson, you're going to tell your students what you're going to teach. You're going to teach the content in whatever way it may be. And then at the end, you're going to do that reflection piece and you're going to tell them what you just taught them. So take that structure, spice it up in whatever way works for you. But that's kind of a really simple way to think about your podcast episodes. Okay, so sticking to this topic of of now teaching the content. Thinking back to when I was a teacher, and if you are a teacher, then I know that you can relate to this. Teacher schedules are so busy, and it's really, really hard to cram everything in. And I'm thinking specifically of, you know, reading or math. You would have a mini lesson, and mini lessons are supposed to be just that. They're supposed to be mini. And sometimes that can be really, really hard to stick to that short time limit. I know I struggled with that as a teacher big time. I would sometimes make that mini lesson too long, and then I never had enough time for the actual independent practice piece. So I want you to think of your podcast episodes as your mini lesson. You are teaching a whole group, and if somebody needs a small group or extra attention or extra support, they can then go check out your paid offers for that. For me, that's in the form of a strategy call or an online course. For you, it might be one of your resources or a course or an online membership. Whatever it is, that's where they'll get more individualized attention and more information. So think of your episodes like a mini lesson. And going back to that mini piece, related to your podcast episodes, people always ask, how long should my episode be? And my answer is not a minute longer than it needs to be. Try and eliminate the fluff that so easily seems to work its way into episodes. When all else fails, think about that mini lesson model and stick to what they need to know in order to take the next steps. How you actually go about delivering that content is up to you, but do it in a way that makes sense and is efficient. Many, many, many. You're really trying to stick to one idea, one idea in each of your episodes, and then 
if other things start coming up for you, turn those into additional episodes. Okay, so now that you've taught the content at the end of your episodes, just like we tend to end lessons with some sort of exit ticket in your podcast episode, that is in the form of a call to action. So you want to give them those next steps. And that might be to share the podcast on their social media, or it might be to send you a message and let the, let you know what they learned from your episode or what was really helpful. It might be to download your freebie or write a review or whatever it is. Just make sure that you are including some sort of call to action. And it doesn't always, I feel like this is important to say, it doesn't always, your call to action doesn't always have to lead to a download or to a paid offer. You can sometimes just have your call to action be, hey, send me a message on Instagram if you really loved this episode. It doesn't always have to lead to something that's going to result in money or an email address. Okay, so just to recap everything, when you are thinking about your podcast episodes, think about it in the same way that you would sit down to plan and implement a lesson as a teacher. Know who you're teaching, build upon your foundational skills or your beliefs when it comes to episode planning, follow that simple structure of introduction, teach, recap, teach your mini lesson without fluff, and give an exit ticket or a call to action. And just as with teaching, the more that we teach the same lesson, the more confident we feel and the better we are with our delivery. So if podcasting doesn't feel natural to you yet, it's okay. It will, okay? It just might take some time. You just need to find your groove. I think about my first year of teaching and gosh, I felt bad for <laughs> for my class that year because there's so much to figure out. It's so new. Everything is new. Every single day feels hard. And you might feel that way with your podcast. It's It might take you a little bit longer than you expected for you to feel comfortable behind the mic. And I just want you to know that it's okay if you're feeling that way. A lot of people feel that way. You will find your groove. Keep at it. Do what feels right to you, and it'll all be good. Before you go, just a quick reminder that if you haven't already joined the waitlist, you can join the waitlist at podcastingforeducators.com slash waitlist, and I will see you here next week. If you have any questions or takeaways from this episode, send me a message on Instagram at podcastingforeducators. I'd love to hear from you. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.